Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Okay, so uh, this is a huge, huge, huge show today. But before we get to it, uh, I just want to just want to throw out the couple plugs at the top so that we get these out of the way. Uh, it's business people. It's business people. We're not doing this for nothing. Well, Wait, we actually we kind are of are. Oh yeah, you're right. I keep on forgetting every time I see my empty <laughs> gas tank. <laughs> Wait, you're Did not I? getting paid in gas? Yeah. I am. Wait, you get gas? Yeah. Oh. I'll give you college credit. Oh, sweet. Now you can graduate. Maybe Whoa. I can go to college now. <laughs> Wait a second. Be a little ahead of the game. Kind of like when you go to ROTC and then you get in the army a little ahead of the rest of the That's class. Right. That's right. It's, it's, like, it's like AP. You know, like yeah. For, this is like AP podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, first of all, the Nerdist Podcast Live, uh, our monthly live show at Largo. The next one's on May 11th. The last one with Adam Savage was unbelievable. That was a blast. So that good. was phenomenal, and I and I want to make sure that happens again because um, on May 11th, which is a Tuesday, uh, we're going to do an all music show. So it's going to be uh, Paul and Storm, who are awesome. Um, if you don't know them, you should check them out. They tour with Jonathan Colton a lot, and they're they're amazing. Uh, my buddy Mike Furman of Hard and Firm, hey, uh, who is releasing a solo album that is awesome, and so he's going to do songs from that. And then, uh, and then Tom Lennon from Reno 911. Hey, our our inaugural guest. Our inaugural guest is going to come do uh, some some songs. Nice. And then, uh, and then a super special guest that I can't mention, uh, but it's mind blowing. And he's super special. And so. he's very he's very yeah. super special. Or so. she. Or she. We don't know. He shim. Shim will maybe. be great. The shins are coming. The no. shins are coming. Oh. Let's start that rumor. What? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be awesome if the shins were coming, but they're not coming. Please call us. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so you can actually go to nerdist.com for that and to, to get tickets. And and this month, I actually uh, Largo let me set it up on brownpapertickets.com. So actually, oh, awesome. you can actually buy tickets oh, online cool. this time, or you can call Largo and, and yeah. get them that way. Buy them online. And then, uh, so that's May 11th. And then Jonah. You have your awesome uh, comedy, Jonah Ray's Meltdown, at Meltdown Comics. That's the third Friday of every month at yep. Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood, California. And the last two were insane. They were a bit too much to handle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I've been having a blast with them. They, I, I'm able to have like so many awesome comics come on and really like awesome people that no one else will know about. Right. And, like, uh, and like, it's like... Uh, 
like neat sketches and videos and conversations of, with Steve Agee about how he thinks he's going to die. It's a, it's a, it's a, I love, I, we, we got to have Steve on because I want to talk to him about the, the, his, his fear of death. Cause it's, his fear it's of death. And also he's been like listening to a lot of self-help tapes. He's a, he's a wealth of enjoyment for me. Tapes? Those tapes. They listen to some help, self-help tapes. Well, real, real. Drive that have they changed truck. what those are called then? <laughs> no, I think so. Uh, but, but ultimately, <laughs> just so people know, if you come to the Largo show, it's, you'll see the podcast live. Uh, which is super fun. If you go yeah. to Jonah's show, you'll ju- you'll see stand up. You'll just see straight stand up. So well, stand up and en- sketches and enough videos. Reason, enough reasons to go to both shows. Yes, I think there's enough yeah. of a different reason for each. And they're all hilarious. So reasons. enough of yeah. our enough of our ridiculous uh, yeah. business. Um, get that out of the way. Uh, people can go to jonahray.com by the way to get that information. Sure can. Show. So um, very excited about today, you guys. Oh Hugely excited about today. Today is going to be the best show ever. This is big. This is the, I mean, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing any disservice to everyone else who's been on this podcast by saying that. This they, is going to be the best. I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump on I, you, but this is going to be the best podcast I we've ever I don't want to speak for Jonah, but I know that we are both really excited speak about this. Speak for me, Matt, please. Okay. We are so excited. We are so excited. Well, it's, a, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Um, me and Matt, like, couldn't, we were like, we were high fiving each night. other. Yeah. We like, we couldn't, we can't wait. We cannot wait. Ugh. It's going to be great. So um, the guests on the show today probably the most famous i would say uh, the most famous guest we've ever had I on think so. oh, like, easily yeah easily um and the guests today da, 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 da. are the muppets yeah, yeah. the muppets <laughs> are coming here uh, I'm, so, I'm so excited man i don't even know if i'll be able to talk that's how excited yeah. i am yeah well, hopefully, I mean, there's enough of them coming that hopefully you won't like, you know. I'm gonna clam up. You you might clam I'm up. I'm so a little excited. Bit. You might. I, I might. I might clam up. But I'm freaking out about it. I mean, I, I don't. And it's not. I mean, I don't get really weird around famous people, but uh. but it, but you know, when it's when it's a when it's a group that has had so much influence over. I mean, when in the set, you know, when I was a kid, there were two yes. major comedy influences in my life: Steve Martin and the Muppets. And then Steve Martin went on the Muppet Show, and uh. so like that, those worlds together. Uh, really shaped. Uh, I don't who- want to detract anything away from our previous podcast, but the only reason I started doing this podcast was to hopefully one day meet the Muppets. Are you serious? Really? Was yes. that really the reason why? Yes. Well, this is yeah. this is going to be really. Well, exciting. you know, it's funny because me and Matt, we grew up at a time when there has always been Muppets. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's we lived, true. Uh, like we were born, Muppets were on. Muppets were already on. Muppet Babies was on uh, TV. Uh huh. The Muppet Babies would always do those Star Trek parodies. God, Star Wars. So good. They did too. Star Trek on Muppet Babies. Yeah, Star Muppet Babies also did Star Wars. I remember. Yeah. Well, listen. When I'm footage. talking about a Star Trek, please don't have a Muppet Baby nerd <sighs> fight. All right. Um, but this this is gonna be really good. And and ultimately, you know, my goal is um, because they're, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. The Bohemian Rhapsody video that they made. That was hilarious. They did a good job with that one. Amazing. And so <clears throat> this guy that I know who works in their production team um, had sent me that video uh, the morning that it came out. So when when he was like, hey, you know, check this out. We just, you know, we just made this with the Muppets. Did and you just yell firsties in his ear right when he sent it to you? I think I deafened him <laughs> yeah. a little bit by yelling firsties because when I saw the video um, on uh, Muppets, it, it's uh, the YouTube page is Muppet Studios, Muppets Studios. Uh, you, I went there and there was like 300 views hmm. the thing had. Um, and that's, you know, as, as someone who has a website that likes to put stuff up or, and, you know, especially on web soup, you'd like to get stuff up that's as fresh as possible. Yeah. It does not get any fresher than 300 views when you, and you look at it and then you watch it and you go, this is going to be huge <laughs> and I get to put it up. Like I totally got the firsty thing, yeah. uh, bugging me. So. When I, I put it up on Nerdist and, and, and put it on Twitter, and I've never seen a response to anything that I've ever put up like Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, it was just like, 
you know, thousands of people responded and I saw it was getting wow. RT'd and, you know, yeah. and, and overnight, I think like a million views. Yeah. So that's. Uh, so did they say, did Kermit say uh, thank you? What? Did they thank you? Well, I, maybe they will today. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to claim responsibility for it. But but uh, but at a certain point of view, I feel like I did get put up first. But it still would have been huge. It <laughs> well, still would have been huge. Whether honest, or not I put it up, Muppets Studios uh, put it up first. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that technicality. That's, yes, yeah, there is. they did post it first. There is the people that made it. Well, that is such a classic nerd tactic, like trying to take credit for stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, I was there at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no, you weren't actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got the. It's like you know when you say, "Oh, I got their first uh, mixtape." Yeah, I was, was totally just driving around uh, they, when they were just in a van, like giving out mixtapes. That's when I was. That's when I got on board. Even before that, I had a, uh, a recording of theirs. They like I lived next door to the Muppets, and then when they were practicing in the garage, oh, that's weird. I, had, I was the one that told them they should record it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's really funny because I was there when they bought their instruments. What? Yep. <laughs> I made. My dad made those instruments. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I, and my, he, and my he grandpa, was like, "You should play these." I was there when music was invented. E. Oh, so, yeah, it's hard to trump that one. I I'm. Yeah. Uh, this, my, this has just become the. Uh, <laughs> my father, uh, hey, this in your old man. <laughs> yeah, my 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 first roommate was just pure carbon. Like he was the yeah, base for our yeah. for oh, every right. life. That's yeah. cool. Your roommate is everything. But but I, I do want to I do want to tell people because I think it's really important that, that Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated for two Webby Awards, one for um, uh, best viral and one for uh, best music video. I feel like it should win both. It, yeah, it, without a doubt. It, I think it will. Without a doubt, it should win both. And people can still vote until April 29th if they go to webby.aol.com, W-E-B-B-Y.aol.com, which I think is, is really good. <laughs> AOL.com. Yeah, webby.aol.com. Uh, they got to open up their Prodigy account to get to that thing? Hey. hey. It's Delphi. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out my website. It's hey uh, geocities.com. <laughs> and I think he linked me. I'm on Angel Fire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No? Right, right. It's got some really cool HTML of uh, neon blood dripping from the title. <laughs> you can a- you can email me at chrishardwick.arpa.net. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. When are the Muppets getting in here? Because yeah, I need to meet them. Well, they're gonna be here in a few minutes, and you know, I don't, I don't want you guys to freak out. We're a little early. Um, oh, we're early. I called you guys in a little early because I just I wanted to be set up, and uh, you know, there's we had to set up a lot of mics for yep. this. This is a much bigger production than we normally have yeah. um and and we and weirdly professional like this is a really professional setup that we got but it yeah. well oh crap could you guys do me a favor what what i'm sorry I, they're gonna be here any minute um i need you i left some guacamole in my house and it's, it's sitting on the counter whoa oh. whoa it's gonna go bad if it sits on the counter Chris. i know i know it's I know. like sunny and you have i know i know i know brown on the top it's gonna uh, ruin the whole all we the took work. the blinds down in the house to have them cleaned and, and it, it's it's oh my the, god and the, and the, the guacamole do you so guys mind up it's, I will drive, and Jonah, you you got to run in the house. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave okay. the car running and turn if, around. If you guys go now, you can get back probably no, like totally. a half hour. So. We're gonna, yeah, yeah, just hold, can, minutes, yeah. just hold off until, yeah. like, can you hold them off until we get there? Yeah. Get back? Well, well yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, okay, just, cool. All right. We'll go now. Let's we'll go now. We'll I don't, okay. I think, kitchen counter? Yeah, it's right on the kitchen counter. Okay, cool. All right. Hurry up, Matt. Get back. Yeah. Yeah, Muppets coming. The Muppets are coming here. <laughs> okay, the Muppets are not coming here. Um, I just didn't have the heart to tell those guys. I already recorded the interview at Muppet Labs, so we're just going to cut to that really quickly. The thing about the guacamole was true, and you shouldn't leave that out, so it is good that I sent them to take care of that. But uh, now we're going to cut to the actual Muppet interview. All right. Transition. Hey, I'm here with the Muppets. 
So I'll just introduce everyone on the round table one at a time so the listeners know who's here. Uh, right there is Fozzie. What can I do for ya? Over here is uh, the new guy, Pepe. <laughs> Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs> and as always with him, Beaker. Swedish chef. There's Animal. Gonzo. Hello, Chris. Looking very lovely, Miss Piggy. And of course, Kermit the Frog. Kermit. Piggy. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, so let's just dive right in. Kermit, uh, what what was it like to get everyone, like, how did you pull everyone together for uh, when you made the Bohemian Rhapsody video? Well, it, it's funny thing about the Bohemian Rhapsody video. You see, it actually started out as just a conference call. I mean, I I, I emailed the guys. I let them know we needed to talk and, uh, and, you know, about future projects and stuff like that. The next thing I know, it's all over the web. How are you liking the internet? I mean, how are you liking digital culture? Do you feel like it's, you know, do you feel like it's a step down from, like, television and film? Or do you feel like it's a it's a great new form of media? No, no, I, I think it's great. It's you all know, right, Piggy. But again, you know, it, it's not a feature film. Uh, that's true, Piggy, but, uh, you know, we are nominated for a You're Webby. You're something for a very small screen. Uh, never mind. I am really, I'm much larger than life. I'm certainly larger than the little screen. So your feeling is that that, that digital that, that internet movies are are not necessarily uh, that great. No, no, come on, they don't have the the budgets for costumes or sets. You know, this was a very special, um, rare thing for moi to do one of these internet uh, movies, and um, you know, I I think that is why it uh has is just really taken off. It's just, you know, it's just been like wildfire. And I think it's because of moi. I think that, you know, before this, nobody really ever watched YouTube or the internet in general. Moi may be the start of the golden age of the internet. Right. The, the, the internet is an American thing, right? Right? So if I move to Europe... Uh, no, Piggy, I think it's everywhere. You know, the World Wide Web. What? Gonzo, what do you think? Well, I, I think digital is just fantastic. It's a new way to deliver entertainment directly into the people's living room without using a cannon. Ooh, DG. I mean, obviously, a large part of digital culture now is uh, social networking. Uh, Chef, are you are you on a social network? It's for First, a Really? You really think MySpace is still relevant? Okay. No, it's fair. It's fair. And you, wait, how many followers do you have on Twitter now? Yeah, all right. So, you know, between that and MySpace, I'm, I'm sure you got it covered. Do the Muppets, do you guys hang out when you're not working? Do you, do you hang out socially? Uh, we're always together, pretty much, except for Piggy. I do not consider myself a Muppet. I am a real living, breathing person. Of course. Kermit? No, no, no. We, we do see each other occasionally, although, you know, we live in different parts of the, of the country and, you know, all over the place. I'm in the swamp, of course. I always go home when I'm not working. Uh, that, that's, that's important to me. Uh, Piggy, Piggy sort of maintains the idea of thinking that she lives in Hollywood. Uh, I, where she goes is only her business. Can't get her to come to the swamp, though. I don't understand why. What about you, Pepe? Uh, well, you know, I'm uh, very busy, okay, so I don't hang a lot with a lot of the Muppins, but uh, sometimes uh, Rizzo and I, you know, we double date. So what's a typical date for you when you go out with a lady or ladies? Uh, well, you know, uh, they pick me up, 
uh, usually they come to the house, uh, pick me up, we go out. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, we like to stop at 7-Eleven, uh, grab a coffee maybe, and then uh, usually back home again. Oh, that's a really that's that's a that's a really quick date. It's like just to the convenience store and then home. See, si, it's gotta be quick, and I gotta get back for the next one. You know, animal. Do you do you hang out with the Muppets? Hang out, hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, me friend. Kermy is your friend. Yeah. Come, me friend. Come, me friend. Uh, right, animal. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't friend, prove. Friend, 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 come, me. <laughs> very, very good. Uh, Dr. Honeydew, I couldn't help but notice that you have some type of a machine with you. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I just brought our latest invention, the Muppet Labs podcast bot. You see, this broadcasts thoughts directly from your mind out over the World Wide Web, saving you the effort of talking. I can, Actually, I can see how that would be incredibly helpful. Um, it, it does look like a small tank, though. Well, that's correct. Now, the reason it looks like that is that uh, it uses the treads to crawl up your pant leg. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me demonstrate this with Beaker. Beaker, come over here. Oh, come on, Beaker. Don't whimper. Good. Now, I'll start the tank. Oh, no, 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 no. Rolls up his pant leg and up his shirt. That's it. It's cresting his shoulder. And up onto your head. There you go. How's that? Good. It's fully automated. That's now. Is that heavy? It's only about thirteen or fourteen hundred pounds. Okay. It's made of aluminum. Oh, okay. So it's a light thirteen hundred pounds. That's right. All right then, Beaker. Just relax because now the pincers are going to grab your head. Don't be a ninny, Beaker. Is that painful at all? Do you feel any pain? Actually, I feel fine. So do I. No, oh, I guess it works then. Yes. Now, broadcast directly to the World Wide Web. Our Beaker's Thoughts. I think this hurts. Yes, it does hurt. Wow, it really works. Sure does. This machine has attached itself to my higher brain cultures. Does anyone have candy? You know, this isn't working quite right. Let me take it over here and just do a little bit of fine-tuning. Okay, you do that, and I will get back to the traditional podcasting form of talking with my mouth. Um, now, of course, I, you know, I, I gotta, I really need to talk to Fozzie. I mean, I, I am also a stand-up comedian. Oh, somebody wants to talk to me, Kermit, Kermit. They, they want to talk to me now. Okay, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so, you know, you were definitely one of my influences growing up. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious, I've always wanted to ask you, like, what is your joke development process like? How do you, how do you take a joke from just a concept and then polish it and perform it for people? Well, uh, actually, I wasn't aware of uh, anything called joke development until you just brought it up. But um, Oh. You, no, I, so you I get all my material from uh, a guy named Gags Beasley. Oh, Gags Beasley. Yeah, Gags Beasley. And... Uh, he, d- he doesn't really work for anybody else. In fact, I, I, I don't think he... I think he's kind of unemployed. Now, if you're, if you're worried about the quality material, because it, like, it sounds like you're working a lot for free, you, you could pay Gags Beasley. He might write, you know, joke, better jokes for you if you, if you paid him. Wow, that is, that is really a good thought. Of course, you know, I would need to make money doing what I do to be able to pay him. So it's sort of a catch-22. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't... 
it, but again, this is very arrogant of me. I mean, you're a legend, and I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. You, you know this business better than I do. How, how have you seen the comedy business change? You know, since you started. Uh... Yeah. Well, it used to be, um, it used to be a really funny business, and then it, it wasn't so funny anymore. And then it got a little funnier, and then, and then a little bit funnier, and, and lately, the business is really, really funny. I mean, oh, just. A roll on the floor, <laughs> funny. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, everything, everything, you know, runs in cycles. So it, it might, you know, take a dip sometime soon. And- I agree. I think what that dip you're talking about, you you just perfectly mapped out, like comedy in the 70s and then there was the comedy boom in the 80s and there was the dip and then the early 90s and not so much. Yeah. And then it's really, really come back now. Are there any comics that you that we should be looking out for? Any young comics that you like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a... Uh, well, he's, he's my paper boy. He, yeah, and he's he particularly can... funny paper boy? Oh, he is so funny. Oh, uh, hey, you know what? Maybe I should I should get jokes from him. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is that is a good idea. I I may actually uh, follow through with that. You don't think Gags Beasley is going to hear this and find out that he just got fired and be upset? Nah, 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 no. Nah. They they uh, disconnected his phone and his cable the other day. So good. Mm-hmm. Now you you pretty much. Any times my... already, uh, Chris? I got a, a limo waiting. Okay. Well, I was actually asking, but you, but please, Pepe. Yeah, I got about the what well, I got a movie to catch. Which, by the way, can you do me a favor, okay? Do me one thing. Sure, sure. Say welcome to movie phone. Uh, like in the in the movie phone voice. Well, it, it, I think it's you. Aren't you him? Welcome to movie phone. <laughs> I knew it was you. Yeah, that's it. that's me. It's not really me, but in in my spare time, I work on a movie phone impersonation. Hmm. Pepe, you uh, you're relatively new to the group. So, what was it like for you to come into an established group? Was it stressful? Was there tension, or did you fit in right away? Oh, it's very easy, Chris, because, you know, I'm so talented, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, that, uh, you know, they love having me all the time. They say, please, please, come do this. Please, please, come do this. And, uh, you know, uh, sometimes I have to say, enough already, okay? I'm only so talented. And did you feel any, you know, you know, is Kermit the sort of, was he cool with you right away when, when he brought you into the group, or, or how did that work? Yeah, he's cool. You know, they, they, I mean, once we straightened out the deal points and the contracts and the monies, uh, he's cool. Oh, okay, good. So there, there was actually a deal-making process when you came in. Did you already have representation, or did, did your time with the Muppets get you a big agency like CAA or ICM? Well, uh, no. First, I had my agent, uh, Manuel, Manolo Rarega. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had him until I met the Muppets, and then I had to, you know, bump up. So now I'm with Bruce and Gray. Are you working on any uh, any any side projects uh, that, that you can talk about? Uh, that I can talk about? Yeah. No. Were you offended at all by the movie District 9 and their kind of portrayal of the word prawn? Was that offensive to you? Do you know, Chris, I have to tell you, I don't know this. Okay, I didn't ask, I didn't see it. Is it rated R? It is. It, 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 it's either PG-13 or R. I don't know. It might be. Maybe that maybe that was the problem. See, I only see the the PG thirteens. Well, let's talk about digital culture for a second. Um, and and you've worked in you've worked on a lot of different mediums. Um, what's what's your favorite medium that you've worked in? Uh, my favorite medium, I think, are the ones who come in and they hold your personal things. 
Do you know, and they can feel the ghosts around you, do you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I like when they just walk in the house and they go, oh, this man died here. So you're, you're thinking more of the Patricia Arquette medium. Like, that's, that's a medium that you, you prefer to work in, channeling spirits. Is Pati- uh, Patricia Arquette a medium? I think she's more of a small, no? She is a little bit of a small. Yeah, she is a little bit of a small. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big fan of Patricia... I can't even say her name, okay? I'm a big fan of Patricia... Patricia Arquette. Patricia. 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 I, I, but, I, but I'm a huge fan. Of course you are. You have also worked in a lot of different mediums. Uh, what's your favorite? Movies. Movies, but no, no, I, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Features. Because everybody and their kid's sister makes movies today. They make home movies, right? And they put them on the internet. No, I, I, my favorite medium is the feature film. The full-length feature film. Well, you've, you've been working in film since, like, the golden age of movies. I mean, have, ha, how have you seen the business change? Yes, it's true. The golden age did start with moi. Um, but, uh, now everything is 3D. Everything, yeah, 3D is the rage now. And, um, I have been 3D since, uh, I first started working in movies. So, you know, I, I feel like I really have been ahead of my time. You really are, and I don't think anyone would dispute that. Do, do you, are you guys, are you bothered by the paparazzi and the tabloids? I mean, it must be difficult for you guys to go anywhere without being assaulted. Bothered? Are you kidding? I adore the paparazzi! Where else can I get free headshots? You are the only person to ever say that. That's fantastic. It's, um, I respect what they do for a living. You know what? It's not easy keeping up with Mom. Now, I don't want to bring this up. This might be a sensitive topic. Was there any truth to the rumors of Kermit and Jennifer Aniston um, going on a date? Was that what, was that just what, made did, up? Did did you just make that up? No, it was just Where something that I this? saw. I was at the grocery store. It was on one of those tabloids. Kermit was... and Jennifer Aniston. No, no, listen. It was all very innocent. Mm. I, it was all innocent. She she was moving. I was there. She said, "Would you help me move these boxes?" It was photoshopped. Right? I, I helped her move the boxes, and then she asked me to photoshop some pictures with her. That's all there was to it. Oh, I, mm. I mean, it was a pretty good photoshopping, but I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure they were have, just. Do you have Jennifer Aniston's phone number? I have it. Um. Uh. No, I don't have Jennifer Aniston's phone I number. I am going I... to call her right now. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, well, well, let's ask you. I mean, certainly you must have been hit on by by huge celebrities. You know, is there is there a Clooney in your closet? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But that's different. I, I'm sorry. What? That is different. That is that is moi. I am a lady, and 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 men are supposed to fall over their feet for moi, and I, you know, I can't. I have to play coin with Kermie sometimes. Peggy. So it's expected for me to go out on the occasional date with George Clooney. Or George Clooney. Brad Pitt. Or Brad Pitt. Uh, you know any of those others? Or Bieber? Are you a you you have you have you been out with Justin Bieber yet? Yeah. Who's who's Jennifer Aniston going out with these days? Might be Justin Bieber. Do you have his number? <laughs> I don't have his number either. I don't uh, I don't have anyone's number. <sighs> I'll look it up. 
Fozzie, now you you pretty much in my mind originated self-deprecating humor. How much of that self-deprecation is real and how much of it is a stage persona? It is all the stage persona. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, none, none of it is real. No. That's what I thought. <laughs> um why is the letter K funny in a word? Oh, it, it is funny. It is very funny. Cucamonga, Kalamazoo, t- hilarious. Yes, yes. Have you ever seen the, the, the Sunshine Boys? Yes, the George Burns movie? Yeah, yeah, and Walter Matthau? Yep. Both funny guys. Uh, yeah, they explained the whole thing about the letter K. Now, did you audition for that movie? No, 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 no. They specifically were not looking for a bear. It even said so in the, uh, in the trades. It said, uh... Anybody open casting call except for bears. Can I just... Especially you, Fozzie. Pitch this idea to you right now that I'm just having, which I think is going to be brilliant. Sunshine Boys 2, Barely Hilarious. B-E-A-R. And then we put you in, Uh, and it's just your movie. That is funny! Hey, do you write jokes? I I do enjoy jokes. How much a joke? Uh, You can have that one. You know what? I'm going to give that one to you for free because I know that funds are a little tight right now. And yeah. then when, you know, when we make Sunshine Boys 2 barely hilarious, then, then you can take me on a vacation. Okay, deal. Deal. Um, I'd say you've worked probably in the most, uh, most different mediums because, you're, uh, uh, because you are a comic as well. What's your favorite? The stage. Yeah? It's got to be the stage. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like telling a joke and hearing the audience laugh. Uh, at least that's what I've been told. Eh? Well, what, 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 what kind of venues are you playing now? Are you back in the comedy clubs, or are you doing theaters, or what? What? What's? What, what are you hitting mainly? Well, well, yeah. I mean, I, I will play anywhere. Yeah, I, I'll play clubs, theaters, big, small, sidewalks. I, I'll do it anywhere. You gonna be home tonight? I'll come over and do a set. Or two or three. Yeah, I, of course. Yeah, I could probably get a couple people together. Is it is that all right if it's just three of us? That, that is fine. That is fine. And no cover, no minimum. No no cover, no minimum. Well, you know you're not going to make any money that way. I don't care. That's how much you love the craft. I love I love my audience that much. Um, Now, my I, I guess ultimately, would you ever let me open for you sometime? Uh, is that... You can... You can open for me. You can close for me. You can even do my act. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll give you all my stuff. Oh, Fozzie, thank you so much. Maybe maybe I can, you know, I can sit in the audience and I'll see what's working and what's not. Do you think you'll... No, when, when you're getting heckled, what do you think is going through the heckler's mind? Like, do you think they're helping or do you think they like you so much they just have to talk back? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's sort of what it is. I think, you know, those two old guys, Statler and Waldorf. Yep. I think they think that they're at home watching TV and that they are crazy, okay? That clears up so much for me. See where I'm going? And they're talking to the TV like they're crazy. That's what I think is happening there. Let's talk about, I want to talk about the Webby nomination because it's, it's very thrilling for me. Not like you guys ever really went away, but you guys have come back with a vengeance now. And you you made this Bohemian Rhapsody video, which has gotten so many views, it's unbelievable. What about you, Pepe? Were you surprised by the Webby nomination? No. No, I knew once they saw me eh, doing, you know, 
my part in it. Plus, you know, I arranged the whole thing. I mean, I directed, I produced uh, it. Pepe, you had nothing to do with I producing. I wrote it. I wrote the original song. So, so you actually wrote Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, the original song. Of course, Pepe. That's ridiculous. So, it was you had a good working relationship with Freddie? Because I, I don't, I don't want to offend you. Freddie Mercury did take a lot of the credit for the writing of Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, I, I know this, but you know, Freddie had a brother, Harry. Oh, okay. Oh, you oh you worked with you worked with Harry Mercury. Okay. Harry Mercury? Harry Mercury and I spent a lot of time writing this song in his basement, okay? And his brother, I think, was listening from upstairs and took it and ran. I don't think Originally that's... this song wasn't called Bohemian Rhapsody, okay? Oh, what was it? Chicken Feet. It was called Chicken Feet. Chicken Feet? Chicken Feet. Cool. This is why the song opens with Gonzo and the Chickens. Oh, now I get it. What does it mean, Bohemian Rhapsody? What does this mean? So this new version is actually a very old version. Well, I never got a chance to make it, okay, because uh, Freddie ran away with it, okay? So, but this is the original vision, Chicken Feet. Folks, pay no attention to everything that was just stated. Well, Miss Piggy. Yes? Were you surprised by the Webby nomination? No, no, of course not. I, I even prepared um, was acceptance speech before I even shot the thing. Uh, I think I hear it has to be five words or something like that. But you probably have speechwriters, right? You don't have to do that yourself. <sighs> yes, but I was charging it to the production, and the production doesn't have a budget. So I have to do it on my own. You know, if they didn't have everybody else in the video, they could have dedicated their whole budget to you-know-who. Moi. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I don't understand it. I really don't. You know, they didn't need all of those others in the video. Yeah, we're right here, Piggy. No, all they needed was moi. So I really don't understand why it was necessary. Chef, what do you think about the Webby nomination? Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus. Animal? Ah? Was it exciting to kind of get the band back together and everyone? Ah, yeah, 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 band, band, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. You have inspired some of the greatest drummers of all time. Do you have any advice to young drummers out there who want to make it in the business? Drum, 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 yeah, 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 drum. That's good. So I think what he's saying is, you know, don't talk about it. Just get out there and do it. And that's the best experience that you can get in life is just to go out there and do it. I think I, I think I paraphrased that properly. Yeah. Aha. Uh, drum, drum, drum. Aha. Uh, uh, Does it bother you that you're chained at the neck? Oh, you just have to stroke his belly in little circles like this. See, that'll calm him down there. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't have mentioned the leash in the chain. He seems fine now. Yeah. We should probably move on. So, Kermit, were you surprised by the Webby nomination, or did you... I, I think I was. I, it's, it's not often that you get nominated for a Webby Award for basically a video conference. <laughs> but you guys were able to spin that into gold. We, we, have, we have done all we could to spin it into gold. Um, I, I do think that the Webbies will now be adding a whole new category called Best Conference Call. You know, that's not bad. I mean, you guys have pioneered a lot of areas. I don't see why you couldn't uh, pioneer a conference call category uh, across all the award show platforms. Why not? I I'm sure that even, you know, the guys who do the Oscars have conference calls. So there you go. And there must be a best one of those by, by, just by sheer logic. 
Undoubtedly. You know, it's hard to say. It's all different. We used to love to do The Muppet Show because that was like in a theater, but it was on television at the same time, you know, and you get the immediacy, which is a, a kind of a technical word for immediacy, mm -hmm. uh, of, of having your show done immediately, you know? A movie's a whole different thing. You work on it for a long time, and then you don't see it for a year and a half, and then maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But, you know, it's just different. It's just different. Two different things. What, what I like about both is that consistently you have craft services and, and, and you have, like, like, a place you can go between scenes. So, so that sort of works out. Now, I'm, I'm curious. Can you just sort of walk me through what does the Muppet craft service table look like? Because there's a lot of different... A lot of different uh, people in the in the Muppet uh, group with a lot of different needs. So what is that table like? Yeah, it's uh, sort of like somebody ate a box of crayons and threw up. Um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that's about the best description I can think of. Actually, it's uh, it's kind of a mess. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't exactly uh, say the Muppets are the cleanest bunch. Sometimes around the chef's food table. It's for Nicky Sticky Diffin. So what are you what are you passionate about in life? What sort of hobbies do you you know when you're not working and you're in the swamp? How do you occupy your time to sort of keep your mind fresh? Well, you know, it's a very slow sort of laid back lifestyle. I, I like that. Uh, it's, it's just the opposite of the hustle and bustle of of like working on a Hollywood project um I, I i i pursue my musical instrument you know stuff i, I still play the banjo and uh, and uh, great banjo player I, thank you thank you I, I i'm getting better even I, i'm up to four strings now it's wonderful that's not uh, bad i think that maybe there's one more string possible in a banjo you can get a five-string banjo there is there is i've decided not to go there yet because i want to have room to expand you see yes uh and i do that and i and i you know all us frogs like every night we have a big sing-along you can you can hear us if you go to the swamp um, but it's very laid back, very easygoing, very, very uh, sort of zen, I'd say. You know, we just uh, sit there all day, stare at the water, and, and reflect, so to speak. Do you, do you keep a journal? Do you, do you kind of keep, uh, keep track of your life? I, I try keeping a journal, but again, the swamp is not the place for a notebook. Um, you know, one, 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 one storm and it's all wet. Um, so I, I just have those memories in my head at this point, you know. One of these days, maybe I'll uh, I'll settle down somewhere with a computer and, and type up my life story. Uh, it's, it's been an interesting one for a frog. <laughs> do you have uh, Do you still Do you have a, Do you have a big family that you still keep in contact with? Oh, huge, huge. That's one thing about being a frog. We have many, many thousands of of relatives, brothers and sisters, extended family, and it's great being being a frog because you you can go home, you know. Um, mostly because you blend right in, you know. It mm -hmm. works out pretty works out pretty well. I feel like some of the best advice that we almost be able to give out to give to young people is um, don't focus so much on just being famous, learn a skill, and be a frog because that seems to be the key. That's not a bad idea, I, even if it's metaphorically speaking. Uh, and and even if you even if you do those things and you become famous. You would be surprised at how many uh, 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 sort of tabloid photos are, you know, um, kept from happening with the paparazzi because they take my advice and they paint themselves green. So it works. Well, if you were to, like, let's say you were going to start a whole new show now, like maybe this starts a brand new. You have, you have a movie, another movie coming out, correct? We're going to try to make another movie uh, uh, this fall, I think. Yes, we we hope to do another Muppet movie. Do, do are, are you is the, are the details hush hush or can we can we know anything about? Oh, it? always extremely hush hush. Hollywood, everything about Hollywood, it's so hush hush that I don't know anything about it. You actually don't know yet. And do you feel that's important? Do you think it's important to keep stuff on the on the on the DL? I, I think uh, on the DO and and the uh, the ALB and the OW as well. 
Don't forget the MLB. That's very big in the, in the States as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you completely, Chris. So, Gonzo, you now do you have an do you have an agent or do you do you represent yourself? An agent? Yeah. Does Gonzo, Gonzo do you have an agent? Uh, Kermit won't allow me to have an agent. Well, first oh, of really? all, really? Yeah, it's not allowed. Somebody has to Kermit's have some a good kind guy, but you know he realizes that if we had agents, we'd want to get paid. So you actually don't get paid. Well, that's kind of a private area, isn't it? Can we move on? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you know, like, it, it, I feel like now we're in a it, we're we're in a part of our society where everyone talks about everything. Like, do you end up on the tabloids at all? Do you ever do you ever watch the tabloids? You know, I'm living in Hoboken. I, I don't watch this. You're, you're you're doing Hollywood shtick. I don't I don't know about Hollywood anymore. So give me a give me a typical day. What what, what is a typical Gonzo day in Hoboken? What happens when you get up? What do you do? Where do you go? Well, I I wake up. So the first thing is my eyes open. And then uh, there's some yawning for about 20 minutes mm -hmm. and stretching, yawning and stretching. Mm -hmm. And then I'll get up and I'll have a cup of coffee, maybe read the paper, eat toast, have a little nap, and then go out to the waterfront and uh, do, you know, get into a boat and drive around on the Hudson. Uh, I'll see a girl in another boat, a chicken maybe goes by in a, in a little dinghy, and I'll, I'll fall out of the boat and call for help. I was not aware that the Hudson was replete with chicken dinghies. Well, it's not replete. I mean, there aren't enough. I never get enough. Well, Miss Piggy, mm -hmm. what's a typical Miss Piggy night? Typically? Well, it, it does not just involve moi. It involves Kermy. Of course. And, um, you know, he usually takes me out to a nice dinner. And very romantic. And, uh... Oh, we eat, and then we then we might go to a movie. Yeah, you know, like maybe a Jennifer Aniston movie. A feature film. Like a feature film movie. All right? Okay, then take me out uh, with the laptop and just run a little home movie on the internet, okay? Okay, he's, he's much better than that. He's, you know, Kermie is a very, very considerate um, partner. Are you watching any TV shows right now that you're into? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't really watch TV. Unless it's um, you know, one of those shows like Access Hollywood or TMZ, some some place where I might catch a, a shot of moi. So uh, you know, I usually um put in a video, something um that I might have done in the past. You know, one of my movies. That's that's what I do with Kermy when we don't go out and we stay in. We watch movies that we made together. Feature films. I'm sorry. Yes, feature. Films with Jennifer Aniston. Fozzie, are you watching any TV shows that you like right now? Oh, America's Funniest Videos. Oh yeah, are you are you a Saget fan or a Tom Bergeron fan? Well, Tom is great. You know, I love Tom, but Bob Saget and Dave Coulier. Mm-hmm. Remember, he did it too. Yeah, he did some sort of a funniest video thing as well. Animals. I think he might have done hilarious animals, which yeah. I'm surprised you weren't on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I was. Yeah, I I got the call. I just never uh, returned it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, you're busy. Yeah. You know, you're busy uh, not paying guys Beasley. Mm -hmm. What about you, Pepe? TV shows? Do you know, I like to watch uh, the History Channel, guy. Oh, yeah. I like to learn a lot about the histories. There's a lot of histories on there. Uh, I feel like a lot of the histories revolve around the Second World War, but... Uh... Yeah, or the history of how they make uh, caramel popcorn. Right. Have you seen this? This is very interesting stuff. You know, you get to see the history of how you make caramel popcorn. Where did it first come from? Taffy. Pretzel rods. 
Uh, I'm curious, did the Caramel Popcorn History Show, did that dispel a lot of myths that you had previously about how Caramel Popcorn was made? Do you know how? I don't. I didn't see it, so I don't know. I'm. I'm curious. I. I just. I just guessed that. No, uh, I'm saying. Do you know how it's made? I don't. No. Well, then, uh, yes. See, do you know? If you would see, you would realize. Well, I didn't know how they make it. That's exactly. You're exit. You're absolutely right. Of course. So Kermit. Yes. You're the de facto leader of the Muppets. I would say you're. You're the glue that keeps everyone together. And since sometimes being the glue is stickier than other times. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Yes. What's been amazing to me is that you're 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 a really humble guy, and you seem, I'm guessing, pretty much the same as when you got into this business, which is just like you just seem like a nice guy who just wants to do his work and then and then relax in his off time. How how have you maintained that? This business makes a lot of people crazy. Yeah, well, and 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 especially if you're in the middle of uh, the spoke of the wheel surrounded by the Muppets, it can make you even more crazy. Um, but that's that's sort of nice to have that extreme, you know. Back to the swamp, back to the easygoing life. It's um, I I I don't really think of myself as a big star. I'm just your average singing, dancing, talking frog and show business, you know. Just one of those. Well, you you are the talking, singing frog and show business. I would say. There may be others. I I but they, you know I I have been very fortunate in my career and and um, you know I, I love my fans and and I just like to get away from it all when I can. A fitting place to wrap things up, and uh, as I do, I would like to thank you all for your time. It is amazing that you uh, took time out of your busy schedule to come to come talk with me, and I, I would like to give you a classic James Lipton farewell when I say that you are the finest group of performers I have ever had the extreme pleasure of sharing a microphone with, and I bow before your greatness. That, that, was, that was James Lipton? Well, it was sort of a Lipton-esque, you know, like, I think I kind of, you know like, threw some... You know what? Stick with the jokes. Don't do impressions. No? No. I think it's Lipton-esque if you think about it from a certain point of view. Like, he's very, I'm fancy, right? Or did I, did I go too much with it? Uh... I can't, I can't open for you anymore, can I? Yeah, yeah, stick to your day job. Uh, honeydew? That sounds like an alarm. Is that is that dangerous? Oh, no, no, no. That's the laser defense system. If there's any other podcast within 500 feet, it goes into attack mode. Oh, all right. Beaker, don't put your hands in front of that. Oh. Oh, dear. Is he okay? Oh, he's fine. Oh, well, all right. Laser pot. Beaker, that was a mistake from you. Well, that's your own fault, Beaker. I couldn't help but notice the helicopter rotors that uh, just uh, sprung out. Yes, those are helicopter rotors. These take you directly to the hospital. Goodbye, Beaker. This is embarrassing. Uh, except there's a ceiling on this room. Uh-oh. Well, that could cause an explosion. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Hey, Waldorf, how come I never heard of the Nerdist podcast before? Because you're not tech-savvy. Oh, I just thought it was because I was lucky. Oh! (laughs) 
It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the way back machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus in the wondery app or on apple podcasts